Hey, Brandy, are you looking for a great way to update your home? I know you're about to buy that new house right now. I'm trying to buy a house. Their loan process is disastrous. That's why I'm really excited about Blinds Galore because I can save money once I do get in there. Positive thoughts. No, I actually saw the website for Blinds Galore and I saw these customized shades and I was thinking I was either going to do like a hot pink background for my bedroom with blackout shades behind it or I was going to put my little baby's faces on the shades. You could do anything you want. New York City, like the old Tonight Show background. It's kind of amazing. And the great thing about Blinds Galore is they cut out the middleman so they believe in their product because they're sending out custom-made samples and they have to eat that if it doesn't work out. Plus, they have a watertight guarantee. If you don't love what you ordered for any reason, you can exchange it for something that you do love. And they sell all the designer products, but no designer prices. So it's like a win-win, no middleman, and we're just floating by with brand new blinds. With free samples, free shipping, free exchanges, free blind and shade expertise, and truly amazing deals, Blinds Galore really does go galore for you. Go to blindsgalore.com and make sure you let them know I sent you. That's blindsgalore.com. They cut out the middlemen and make you beautiful blinds. The following program is a podcast1.com production. Do you know what this is? It's stimulating, mind expanding, the in thing. It's the hula hoop of the jet generation. Podcast1.com presents celebs, pop culture, fashion. No one gets to tell me not to curse. Oh, and some of that too. This is Brandy Glanville, unfiltered. Now, here's Brandy Glanville. Oh, that's me. <laughs> I was starting to drift off. <laughs> it's one of those days. I just had a long weekend away doing the book tour, and I'm back, and I'm in the pod with my homie Art Webb. Hi. You were gone for longer than a weekend. You were gone for like a week. Seven days. I know. I was in the snow, stuck, almost stuck in New York, and I was hoping to get stuck because I'm not a great flyer, and it was like a whiteout. And they're like, no, you're taking off. <laughs> I'm like, no, we're not. Tell me to stay here. But I got out, and I got home, and I picked up my boys, and I went away again, and I'm back now, and I'm all yours. You were in the snow. You were in airplanes. You were all over the place. Yes. Well, your book is out. It came out last week. And you've done how many book signings now? I've done four. We did one in Brooklyn, one in New Jersey, one in Long Island, one in Sacramento. And we have one coming up um, this Wednesday at the Grove. I met <laughs> I met so many people. I have a bruise on my thumb from signing my name, but I just felt so blessed that people came out to like deal with the snowstorm and still get a book. I mean, I thought for sure no one was showing up and we were just going to have like some hot toddies and kick back. But these people were so cool and everyone was so nice and mostly women and gay men. There was like two straight guys. I had to call them out on their sexuality for sure. You were all over the place. I mean, you were on The View. You were on Andy Cohen's show. I, I did. You know, I haven't seen any of it. It's because I've been so busy. And I get to, when I watch myself back on TV, I get really self, what do you call it? Yeah. I don't like it. I start to pick everything apart. So I figure I'll get through these next two weeks and then I'll watch everything back and hate myself for a week. The stuff with Beth Stern that you did was great on Entertainment Tonight. You looked great. I watched all of it. Beth was awesome. She's like, I'm going to get you to say everything you're not supposed to say. And I was like, oh, okay. And of course I did. So she wins. That's why these podcasts scare me. People like hang on my every word waiting for me to mess up. And I do a lot and it's scary. Yeah, but I think we're learning as we go. You know, I mean, there's a learning curve to this whole thing. And each week we develop 
develop a little bit more knowledge of what we shouldn't air versus what we should air. And, uh, you know, as we go along, I think that we'll be able to skirt that line much, much better. And we're going to slip up here and there, obviously, because it's, you know, we're learning. But I think that as things become, you know, more apparent as to what you say and what you shouldn't say and when you can say something, as we go, we'll get this better and better. But, you know, I, I feel like we're censoring ourselves so much for because everyone is so hanging on every word that it, we might become uninteresting if we keep doing this. We might just have to go balls to the wall and say, F it. Oh, you think so? You think we should just drive straight off the cliff? We might. And just be like, you know what? Take it or leave it, peeps. Full throttle. All right. If that's that's what you want to do. These women, I don't know. I, I don't think they're jealous. I think that they don't take me seriously, some of them, and don't think that I'm actually capable of doing anything business-minded or that is... I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, but I think that they just, you know, they feel threatened. You've got a new, you got your second book out, just came out. It's doing very well. You've got this podcast. You've got, you're just, you're doing a lot of things and they want to say that you're not business minded because it's something they feel threatened by. Because look at you, you're, you're doing all of this amazing stuff. I mean, look at this new advertisers. We've got blinds galore. Legal Zoom. I mean, I'm very excited. I'm going to need them soon if I keep fighting with these women. I might be in jail. Yes. No, but yeah, the podcast has come up and a lot of the women at these book signings listen to our podcast. I got that quite a lot. And it's, yeah, and they said it's the only time they've downloaded a podcast for the first time. And I was really, really happy. I almost wanted to have like a little podcast one sign on. Well, that's really cool to know that you have people that not only listen to this podcast. I know there's a lot of people that listen to this podcast, but it's really cool that you'll have people that will come out and support you and say that they've downloaded the podcast. And you get to know a lot of those people when you go out you know, into the field and you're in New York and you're in Sacramento and you've got more book signings coming up. So that's really, that's really neat. That's actually, that's very, very cool. No, it's great because you don't really know and you, you want to see who your audience is and if they've changed from last year to this year. And I I have to say, I have a really great support group and these people that are buying the books and listening to the podcast. A lot of them are women that have, much like myself, been cheated on or they're single moms or, you know, they're just holding it together. And I just feel like it's like girl power. And the fact that they're downloading the podcast and getting and standing in line for three hours to get a book, I just, gosh, thank you guys so much. And I'm right there with you. I love us ladies. Well, maybe next week we'll be able to get a little bit more into the book stuff. But this week, we've got a couple great guests out there that we've got to get in right now. Joe Z from Elle Magazine. Oh, awesome. I love him. And Brandy Roderick are both here, and we've got to get them in. But you know what I wanted to do also is I did the audio for the book, and I would love to get like a few snippets and you know, like run a little bit of it here. Like a little, yeah, it could be, it could be fun. Oh, yeah, definitely. But yeah, I'll pull that stuff. We'll pull that up. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll, I'll just download it. It's fourteen ninety nine. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> You have to download. No, I already did. I just wanted to see. I sat in this little tiny booth for three days. I wanted to see how it came out. Yes, I'll pull that audio and um, and we'll I'll set it up. We'll, we'll play some clips and we'll talk about some of the things that you said. Yay! Yeah, totally. And then also next week too, maybe we can announce the uh, the winner of the contest, the book signing contest in a town that is not you know, Los Angeles or Brooklyn or no, exactly, exactly. <laughs> not somewhere I've just been. But that's on you to pick it because I don't want the pressure on my shoulders. All right, we'll do all that stuff next week. But uh, right now, let's get the guests in here. All right, perfect. Can't wait. Brandy Glanville Unfiltered will return in a minute. For some, it's the day they open the doors to their new business. Others, when they get that first customer. Or when they're making enough money to quit their day job. These are the moments when new business owners get to say, I "I did did it. it. I did it. 
it. It's National Start Your Business Month. This is your moment to shine, and the people at LegalZoom are ready to help. Start your LLC, incorporate, or file your DBA. LegalZoom received an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, so you know they'll get the job done right. Over the past 14 years, they've helped over 1 million business owners successfully get started. The key word there is successfully. Yeah, you don't want unsuccessfully. Yeah, no. This month, there's a special because with your purchase, LegalZoom will give you a three-month trial to all new QuickBooks, a better way to run your whole business, $119 value for absolutely nothing, F-R-E-E, free. Be sure to enter Brandy, B-R-A-N-D-I, in the referral box at checkout. Again, that's Brandy with an I. So make today your new business moment. At LegalZoom.com, they're ready to help you make it happen. LegalZoom provides self-help services and can connect you with the right attorney, but they're not a law firm. LegalZoom, turning business dreams to reality. See me at LegalZoom. See me, I mean, or enter my name, Brandy at LegalZoom.com. Get out of my business and start your freaking own. You're listening to Brandy Glanville, unfiltered. 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 Welcome back to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. I'm here with the beautiful and talented and sexy Brandy, not myself. Brandy <laughs> is an IE, correct? I'm just E. Brandy with an E, Roderick. <laughs> Hello, say hi. Hi. So nice to meet you. I've actually known about you forever because I grew up with Playboy, and you're younger than me, but I grew up with Playboy on our table. Like uh-huh. my dad just had it out. Um, and so I was always fascinated. So look at you. You're doing amazing. You're a mother of two. You're a great businesswoman. You're stunning. Thank so, you. So are you. Well, eh, I didn't get ready for you today. No. Next time I you will. look gorgeous. Stop it. No, I just, I wanted to do my hair and I didn't have time and my you extensions look, are coming I out. I wouldn't even know you look great. Well, I will say I was watching you on The Apprentice when... Donald, I feel like Donald treated you better. He gave you like, he was flirting with you in a way. He gave you special yeah. treatment. Um, well, I mean, if he did, great. Well, you know, whatever works, works. Um, he, he was, was always, always very easy nice on you. Yes. Well, I think that also it depends on how you treat other people. And I was always, you know, very, uh, I mean, I never did anything wrong that would make him treat right. me otherwise, I guess I should say. You have a very sweet, like, presence. You never know what you're going to get because I've had some people in here. I'm like, oh, wow, you're (laughs) aggressive. Um, You, so you were Playmate of the Year, and that's in 2001. Yeah. And how are you holding it together? Because you look amazing. You have two little boys like myself. Like, how do you stay in shape? Um, oh my gosh. Well, I, I mean, jeans has a lot to do with it, I guess, but I do work out five days a week. I, drink alkaline water, which I feel like we were just talking about that. I know. Yeah. Really? I believe I I switched over just recently and I'm a grown ass woman who still gets acne and it's really annoying. And when I switched over, it basically stopped my acne. It cleans you out. Everything like my psoriasis, which is gross, went away. Like amazing, totally changed my life. And that's the honest truth. And when I read that you wrote, you have this alkaline water, it's Mm -hmm. what it's 88. What is it? Alkaline 88, alkaline water. Yeah. Alkaline 88. Tell us about it a little bit. Um, well it's the very first and only bulk alkaline water out there. So it's better because it's less expensive. It's so expensive. Yeah. Yeah, But now it's, I'm going to change obviously. And it's, um, you know, better on the environment because you're using less plastic. So it's, as soon as I heard those two things, I was hooked right away and I wanted to be a part of it because it's what I give my family. I give my kids and it's way better to be serving in the sippy cups, a gallon right, of absolutely. alkaline water than feeling like you're have the More 20 plastic. ounce. Yeah. All these little bottles everywhere. 
No, so. I'm, I'm such, I wish I had known this before. I'm like all these years I was at the doctor. My doctors would say, you know, you're not pH. You have to take these medicine to keep, this is so gross, but yeast out of your skin. So uh-huh. you stop breaking out. And I haven't had to to do that since I switched over to alkaline water. Isn't it amazing? I mean, there's it's so crazy. many things. people say they don't have heartburn anymore. Their joints, they don't have arthritis. It's all about living people, an alkaline lifestyle. But I don't, I haven't changed my diet. That's yeah. the truth. But the water in itself has That's made a huge, step. yes, exactly. And, I can't, yeah. I won't be able to change my diet. Trust me. <laughs> I tried for like one day. I was like, okay, no. Well, it's hard when you have kids. Right. I'm eating their leftovers. I'm Ex- eating their chicken exactly. nuggets. And their macaroni oh my cheese. God. I just had chicken nuggets today. Don't I tell anybody. Them. I mean, <laughs> I'm like, oh, you don't want to waste this. And then I'm making myself dinner as well. Things that they won't eat. And I'm eating twice yeah. what I should be it's eating. It's hard. It's, it's really difficult because it's, that's food is so good that they get to eat. I know. I mean, but they, my kids like vegetables and things too. They're mm-hmm. very well-rounded. Yeah. My little, my six-year-old, not so much. So tell mm-hmm. me the name, Keaton and Keaton and Cannon, both oh, with K's. so cute. I have Mason yeah. and Jake. They're uh, boys keep you young. I really yeah. believe not that I think I'm young, but I do in my head. We are, our household is like craziness. It's like little hurricanes running yeah. around. You clean it, so one room, and then it's just trash. Ten minutes ten later, minutes. if that, it's exactly how it was before. Oh, they are it's crazy. crazy. Yeah. But, it's, but I think little boys, it's, they operate the same way that grown men do because they're simple creatures. They want their food, mm-hmm. their entertainment. They they don't want to have emotional, dramatic fights. Yeah. It's, they'll punch each other out, and yeah. then they'll be fine, and they'll go yeah. to sleep. It's, they're simple creatures and in a good way, but yeah. I can deal with that all day long because with my girlfriends and I, we have enough drama yeah. and my nieces, they're so dramatic and I love them. Yeah, but, but it's true. Yeah. Good. Little boys are easy in the sense there's no drama, but high, 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 high energy. energy. When people are like, oh my God, this is the best birth control I've ever seen. Yeah. Especially when there's two of them. What people don't understand is people have one boy and like, oh yeah, he's so, so you know, whatever. It's like, no, no. When you have two of them. They feed off of each other exactly. and it's insane. Like you said, it's and a you're just so close together. I have a sister that's yeah. one year older than me. We grew up beating the crap out of each other. <laughs> and I'm telling you, my kids are four years apart. Yeah. And they're best friends and worst enemies all at the same time. Exactly. My Mine little too. one, when he grows up, he's going to take that big guy down. That's he's what so we tough. say too about the little one. Like, just wait. They're <laughs> more tough for it. some reason, the little one. Were you the younger well, one or the I'm middle, one? but younger yeah. than my sister. Yeah. But yeah, she beat the crap out of me and then I beat the crap out of my little brother. So. <laughs> oh, do you have siblings? I have a younger brother. Yeah. Honestly, now, you grew up in Northern California? Mm-hmm. So me too. All Did the you? cool brandies. I'm from Sacramento. Oh, how funny. I know. I was yeah, reading your bio County. and I didn't know that you were from there. Yeah. I thought, thought I knew everything about this you girl. Know what? It's so funny. All like women that I know, all these great women are from Northern California. Is this, Everybody says there's something in the water there. Well, because... I mean, it's not alkaline. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's why we have to drink it now because we're from Northern California. No. It really, it really has. And I'm not just blowing smoke up your ass. I yeah. really, this water has changed my life. Yeah. Right now, I haven't a zit, but that's a whole. That's stress and hormones. Well, and I'm going to send you our water. So I would now love that. Our water alcohol. And where can you buy it? Uh, any grocery store, Albertsons, Barrons, really? all the uh, Bristol Farms. But we also, if, if for whatever reason you're somewhere and you don't have it in your supermarket, you can go to Amazon.com. Oh, that's yeah. good to know because alkaline water in my Ralph's and my, they don't have it. I have to go to Whole Foods. And then yeah. you go to Whole 
foods. It's like whole paycheck. It's you're paying I like know. three dollars a bottle. And I I order mine online, and there's yeah. a, on Amazon you can get free shipping if you exactly. order enough of yep. it because it is expensive because it's heavy. But yeah, um, yeah, no, that, this is amazing. I'm I'm yeah, I'm all in. I'm gonna send you some. Yeah, I wanted to talk to you about a couple other things. I already talked to you about Donald giving you special treatment because you're pretty. <laughs> um, so your business partners with Adam Levine. Well, he actually is one of our shareholders in Pantofladoro, which is an Italian shoe line, and nice. he designed one of the shoe lines. Oh, great. Which I've never met him. Oh, I was going to say, how often does he hit on you? No. Oh, oh. my gosh. I, if I could only be so lucky. Oh, uh, well, uh, I mean, listen, he's engaged, and that's great. He dated two of my girlfriends. Oh. And Kelly and Anne, hi. Um, <laughs> yes, he's he's a, a great guy. I've only met him twice, but he, um, I just assume since you're beautiful and you're working with him, oh, he must have hit on you. Nope. He, uh, yeah. He has a very hot girlfriend. Partners, but yeah, I know. Like Gosh, all of them. All, they're they're ridiculous. Exactly. Models. Yeah. The two exes that I know are. And I'm As like, he mm, should. I mean, of course. He's, he's the sexiest man alive. Yeah, he should be and, d- dating a Victoria's Secret model. And he has a proactive campaign. I just yeah. I don't know why that makes <laughs> me laugh. It's so weird, but he's, I am a big fan. Yeah. Um, so you're married to a footballer, right? Yeah. Now, how well, hard is that? Now. So he's not uh, traveling around no, anymore? No, no, he's retired. Oh, my yeah, gosh. When I but, met him, he was retired. Oh, good. Yeah, he's, no, he's an old football player. Oh, good. An old footballer. Oh. <laughs> Hi, honey. <laughs> no, because I dated an athlete once, and it was hell. Yeah. I, I say no more actors or athletes or musicians or anything like that. Unless they're retired. Yes. There you go. <laughs> well, does he have any friends? Because I'm single. Well, it's funny you should say that because I'm going to be starting up a dating service. So I'm going to have a whole plethora of great Ooh. men. So and I can just go over and go that one, that exactly. one. Exactly. <laughs> you can look through all their bios. What's your dating service going to be? Um, hopefully we're going to be launching in March. Yeah. That's amazing. You should yeah. do one for like a, like a part, a site for divorces or with kids. You know what I mean? Because that's really, I think that that's the hardest thing yeah. for me when I'm dating is I'm a package deal. And I'm a crazy bitch on TV, so that's a problem too. Yeah. But, you know, the site, like, do you want kids? They either want kids, which I've been there and I'm not having anymore, yeah. or they're like, no, we don't, we don't really want to raise two little boys, even though I'm the best boys on the planet. Yeah. It's difficult. Well, that's just the thing. Like, that's why I'm going to be personally involved in, in matchmaking the people. Oh, so it's fun. not like you're just going on a site and be like, ooh, that person looks hot. Right. It's going to be more like what your really, your wants are. And- well, I feel like now, because I have a lot of male single friends that do all the online sites. Uh-huh. And I feel like they're so desensitized because they have a different girl every night of the week. Mm-hmm. And it's it's like anything they want, they can have it. It's like a smorgasbord like a of single women. Booty call. Yeah. And now they're not, they, they wanted a relationship. And now they're da- dating different people every night. Yeah. I hate, I well, get very angry the- with them. Well, I mean, if that's their thing and that's what they want to do, but obviously but they, that's not what you're looking they, for. But that's but. not what they said. So I oh, just feel I like online saying. dating. They're putting something out there differently. Right. It can see, be, that's why you got to stay away from some of those sites. I know. I, I said and you're on Match.com, J-Date, yeah. this, that. And I'm like, take a breather. Yeah. <laughs> it's. I feel like there's too much to pick from. And they went on because there was nothing to pick from. Mm-hmm. And then they were offered all these beautiful women. And so it's, you're saying it turned them into like... Players. Uh, I was going to say players. It did. I wrote about it in my book. It, it mm. really has changed the face for of dating. So make sure it's not you... fair. I know. Because there's so many amazing women in this town and very few men to pick from. So everyone's yeah. all in the second they meet a great guy. Yeah. And I'm like, you guys are whores. <laughs> my, my guy friends. You bastards. Like, you guys, I can't Damn pretend it. like I didn't see the other girl last night. I'm like, yeah. nice to... Did we meet already? Like, I forget. There's so yeah. many. 
but yeah, hopefully you you'll you'll change the face of dating. Oh, on I, the hope so. yes. I hope so. I hope so. I mean, I think that um, eHarmony's been a pretty successful because yeah, there, there's a Christian background. I think that when you have something to answer to or J Date, my friend, actually yeah. my friends are on J Date too. Oh, <laughs> they're yeah, they're that's still becoming, doing it. Yeah. And but, now all the girls that are really like not Jewish are going on there because they want to meet Jewish the guy, Jewish guys. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, hmm, interesting. Maybe yeah. I should start on this day. No, <laughs> I, I'm kidding. So how is Bay, like Baywatch? Do uh-huh. you still talk to any of those people? Actually, yeah, two of my best friends I met being on the show. Who? Yeah, uh, Stacy Camano. She was on the show with me and Alicia Richter. Well, now Piazza, Alicia Piazza. I knew her, Alicia. Yeah. I didn't know her. My ex-husband's ex-girlfriend was her best friend and she hated me because I started dating my ex-husband, but I didn't know them until the whole, I mean, we don't know each other, but Uh we kind of know each other through this like weird love triangle. Wait, wait. So the, she, Lalicia was dating him? No, no. Julianne Moore, her best friend Uh or not Moore, Julianne, you know who Uh I'm talking about? Her best friend was dating him. They broke up. I got together with him. Gotcha. And then there was this whole giant, I would run into them. I'm like, I don't know. I, I just, yeah, you're like, boyfriend. I didn't know I didn't, you. Like, well, how, they weren't, yeah. well, according to Eddie, they weren't together. Yeah. But I ran into Julianne at a, a school event and we had this total, like, long talk and we hugged it out. And she was like, he was telling me he loved me and didn't want you. And I'm like, oh, telling me the same man. thing. So, really? But it was great to have that conversation. She's happily married to oh, a hot yeah. guy Kids. with babies. Yeah, I know. They're great. And I mean, I was so happy for her just to have escaped that yeah. <laughs> because, you know, it was, it ended, great i have two little boys but yeah. it was really nice to have that little like that's closure. Good. yeah yeah it was, it was it's interesting a guy is telling you one thing and telling and, somebody else yes, another and then exactly. you're mad at the girl but it's really the guy right because he don't was saying we're totally time. broken up she's moved out and she was saying they were still together at the time and i'm like what you were, yeah. i was so confused and basically he was playing both of us but yeah. at the time i was badly in love and yeah. she was heartbroken so eh. but yeah. anyway that's how i met your friend yeah. <laughs> tell her hi yeah <laughs> no she was never mean to me but i just know that you know you have yeah. your friends back it is, what it is yeah oh well, that's amazing that's so exciting so yeah. you all like the the baller stay together like the footballer yeah. the baseballer isn't piazza he's a baseball mm-hmm. guy so yeah that's exciting do you guys what well, do you guys do well they live <laughs> in miami now oh so okay i don't get to see them too often unfortunately but yeah. So you're, I was just writing you're from Santa Rosa. Well, you went to college in Santa Rosa, right? Yeah. Well, I grew up. I grew up in where Rome, is Nevada? Nevada. Nevada is um, about forty minutes uh, north of San Francisco. All right. So yeah, I'm an Santa hour. Rosa. Yeah. It's okay, Santa Rosa. Yeah. You know yeah, Santa Rosa. That's I, I love Santa Rosa. Like Half Moon Bay. Like back. Like you go there. Yeah. Like, so Palo Alto, all that stuff. Yeah. So cute. Um. So when we can get this water now, and your mm-hmm. dating website will be up when. Um, that I'm not just you know, working on it. Yeah, follow me on whatever, and I'll, it'll be up. What soon is your enough, Twitter um, handle? Um, my Twitter handle is Brandy N Roderick because somebody already stole Brandy Roderick. Of course, isn't that annoying? Ugh, so Did, annoying. I had to buy back my name to get like BrandyGlanville.com. I had to yeah. buy like five isn't grand. That- so frustrating. I was like, how can I somebody, know. I saw, I was looking at you this morning on my computer mm-hmm. and I saw Brandy N, but it's a small N and I'm like, that can't really be her on Twitter. Yeah, so it do, is. But thankfully it's verified now. Right. So, so you have a little you blue know. check mark. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. And then thankfully Instagram's just my name and even my website's just my name. I, luckily I, I think I'm older than you. you said no, you're no, older, we're not. You know, I'm older than you. I looked you're, I'm two years older than you. Okay. Well, I, let's just not talk age. <laughs> 
back in the day yes. like, to get a website it wasn't as crazy as crazy it is now, now because so it, I got yeah one. it was like up and coming and new exactly. to the world and I got in it late in the game and I had to pay and I was yeah. so pissed so frustrating like, it's not fair even emails like I can't even have my own email no, somebody has my email nope. it's like are you kidding me what's There's- your middle name Nicole. Okay. I'm Brandy Lynn. Very Aww. white trash. <laughs> no, did you see Ted? That movie where they're uh, with, um, oh, with the bear? Yes. No, I did. They were talking about trash names. They're like, Brandy, Brandy Lynn, Brandy this. And I'm oh, like, that's my, my name. Isn't that frustrating? Oh, it's, but you know what? I think it makes us tougher. Exactly. And it makes us be able to deal with crazy people a little bit. Like, okay, I always say to people when they come up, they're like, you're actually smart. I'm like, that's a backhanded compliment, actually. <laughs> I don't like that word. I'm like, well, you're actually smart, too. Yeah. Well, it makes you have to work. You actually have to work, work harder, harder, which makes you prove smarter. To prove yourself. So, so we're, we're yeah. two smart blondes with big boobs in this room. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and I see Norm is kind of hanging out in the back waiting for you to come out. <laughs> he's, he's our uh, boss here, and he's amazing. He's very he, nice. Make him take you to a Laker game. He's got floor seats. It's amazing. Mm. It was. It, I just. I'm in love with him just for that. Oh, that's but I good. like his wife too, even though I don't know her. <laughs> Not really. I just sexually harass him when he comes into the podcast. Um, well, this is awesome. It's been so good talking to you. Get her water. Water 88. Alkaline 88. Alkaline yeah. 88. It really does change your life. It changes yeah. your skin. It changes your hair. Your, it, I swear. Yeah. You're I right. would love it if you send me some. I'm going to send you some for sure. Perfect. Well, it's been a pleasure. So nice to meet you. You the other Brandy. I know. Now we have to get the other, the brunette one in. From, uh, yeah. Brandy Brandt. I was obsessed with all the brandies. Yeah. I really, I don't know. I just was wondering, because a lot of people do change their name yeah. to Brandy, like for st- their stage Why name. Why do that? <laughs> exactly. It's been a difficult life, people. All right. We'll be right back at Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. We'll be back. Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. We'll be back in a minute. I've actually, independently of them becoming an advertiser, I've used NatureBox for the last like year. Wait, is it NatureBox? Is that? Oh, I'm thinking of Nature's. What is Nature? I, Nature I... Box. They deliver to your door a cardboard box, almost if you were like a fan club or something. You know, oh, okay. Like that, about that big, it has different snacks, and they're all vegetarian or vegan. They're super healthy. Yeah, we have these salted caramel pretzel pop <gasps> things. They're just incredible. No, I need to get some healthier treats for my boys. They like all the crappy stuff that tastes so good. I'm the same way. I snack all the time. I'm, well, boys, like, you guys, you're yeah. a boy. That's what I love about the Nature Box. The flavor of what they put. Out. I mean, they send dried Granny Smith apples, sunflower seeds. I said that I just eat. It I all love the time. sunflower seeds. I yeah. put them on my salads. You it's... know what I was eating last night? As a matter of fact, from the Nature Box, praline pumpkin seeds, oh. and their pumpkin seeds kind of coated with just a little bit of like praline sugar on it. Oh, oh. they're so good. Anything sweet, I put salt on it too, mm-hmm. and then it's even better. Yeah, so, I have problems. Um, <laughs> I need to do this now. Art, go to naturebox.com, like I'm going to do. Slash brandy, get fifty percent off. Get a handle on your health and your hunger. Go to naturebox.com. Slash brandy. Only new Arm & Hammer Clump & Seal Cat Litter guarantees an odor-free home for seven days. My name is Erin. I manage a pet sitting company. I honestly feel like I have the most experience with litter boxes of any person I know. Clump & Seal is totally different. Even after seven days, I did not notice any odor. You're not getting the dust that comes up. There was some sort of sealing magic happening. New Arm & Hammer Clump & Seal Cat Litter. Seven-day odor-free home guaranteed. Look on the package for $3 off. Buy box. See what you think in seven days because it's legit. You're listening to Brandy Glanville, unfiltered. 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 Unfilt
Welcome back to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. I'm sitting here with the creative director of Elle Magazine, Josie, not Jay-Z, Josie. Do people call you Jay-Z sometimes? Like just They actually me? do. And my email is that. So then whenever I, tell, whenever I tell people, they have to email me at that. And then someone actually emailed me once at J-A-Y-Z. <laughs> And I want, and they said it didn't work. I said because I'm not a rapper. <laughs> but you could be. I mean, don't. I mean, don't take yourself out of that space. You might as well. Oh, I just meant not a rapper that no. day. Exactly. I mean, we're all rappers at some point or another. It's true. Let's be yeah. Honest. This is a very prestigious like thing. How long have you been the creative director of Bell Magazine? Uh, since 2007. So it's it's we're coming into seven years. No, it's fun. And honestly, seven years has felt like seven days. It's because you know when you're having fun doing something when and you you're love just it there and you're creating and you're loving it. It just goes so fast. It I does. Mean, but, which is so scary because it just means I'm seven years old. Don't say that. Don't say that. No, you're seven days older. I That's feel true. you're only as old as you think you are. And I really think that it, once you start thinking by year, it just is very depressing. When I have to say my age out loud, I'm like, oh. Oh, I know. But I never think like that anyway because I don't care because I'll always be a kid even when I'm yes. hobbling away on, on Me too. with a cane. So you're the 25th or 20, is that, are you a Scorpio or a Sag? I am a Sag. First day, Sagittarius, okay. November 23rd. I'm the 16th of November, so I'm like, uh-oh, you're a Scorpio. I am. <laughs> Every so, woman in my life is a Scorpio. Really? Or a Gemini, yes. Me too. I have my best friends a Scorpio and all my other friends are like Gemini. Susan's a Taurus. Everyone's a Gemini. But everyone's a Gemini. Yeah. And my two ex-husbands and Art behind the glass is a Gemini. Oh. <laughs> no, I love I love women Geminis. I married a male Gemini. My son is a Gemini. I, I, I'm all over all Gemini surround you. Yes, but ma- male Geminis and I question mark. Really? I married them, I divorced them. <laughs> oh. You know how that goes. No, have yeah. you ever? No, I guess not. Divorce anybody? No, not yet, but I... Not no. yet. Not yet. <laughs> well, that's a good answer. It's a positive answer because most people say, I'll never get married. I will never get a divorce. But um, no, I no, Gemini's in my life are my friends, but mostly a lot of also authority figures in my life. Yeah. You know, like my mother's a Gemini. Every boss I've ever had has been a Gemini or a Scorpio. It's like that kind of... There's something about... It, it's almost it must a challenge. draw them to you. Yes. Like as people say you're not supposed to actually like Geminis if you're a Scorpio. I feel like it's the challenge of not being able to have what I'm, you know, what I want. And so... I, I just I love the challenge. I think we all kind of live for the challenge. I love that. I'm, How about that for astro- astrological astrological breakdown? No, in the seriously, day. I love it. But it's, it's true. It's, it's true. true. All right. So you have such a fancy title, but <laughs> you're so down to earth. You look fabulous. I must say, I'm a little um, embarrassed with what I'm wearing. So, what's the favorite part of your job? My favorite part of my job, I think, is probably that it is never the same job every single day. And you don't ever go into an office, or do you? Sometimes? I have an office, and I do go in every now and then. But I think I'm much more about like rolling my sleeves up, getting things done. So like being on the set of a photo shoot, coming here and speaking to you, filming my television show, being on the red carpet, talking to celebrities, you know, having meetings, and like being able to like hustle. I don't know. It's it's fun for me to be able to be active out in the world, I think, than always just sitting behind a desk. Oh, I would, I I would desk, go crazy. I mean, this is the only desk I like here in this podcast room. I can sit here for like maybe four or five hours and be fine. But after that, I, I need to see... I need to see lights. I need to be involved. I need to be in the mix. I know. Don't you think? Energy. And and I'm, you know, so it's not to put down anybody who has a nine to five job, but I think it would just be hard for me. I am in the same space as you are. I just feel like, 
even even when I'm home, if I'm home for too long, I need to get out and be in the middle of something. Oh, me too. Like even on a normal day, yeah. my boyfriend will just say, oh, can you relax? I'm like, no. I am, but I can't relax like, just sitting here. i got to go out into right. the world. And We're like- missing life. Something's <laughs> happening somewhere. I know it's it. It's true. It's true. But do you ever get in trouble? Because I get in trouble all the time. Um, like just trying to maybe be involved in everything too much or out too much or do you feel like you, you can, must be go to a lot of parties just i actually don't go to a lot of events because i say no to a lot of events oh. because i i think the only thing i get in trouble with and my boyfriend will totally attest to this is that i over schedule myself oh. so sometimes i do overcommit. so i say yes to a lot of things because i always want to support friends yeah you want to do everything hurt, for everyone yes i want to support friends i don't want to turn something down i don't want to hurt someone's feelings and then all of a sudden we're late. You're overwhelmed. Because, well, I'm trying to rush. I was late today. But like that kind of thing. No, but I, listen, I mean, Susan was sitting in here. My <laughs> girlfriend, she's a supermodel. She was she'd been on the cover of Elle a few times, but like oh. in the 90s. She looks different now because now she's kind of rock and rolled out and got her boobs and everything. <laughs> but she, <laughs> she just got called yeah, out. Yeah. No, I talked to her. Yeah. I always talk about this. You can't really miss them. They're no, kind yeah, of like, yeah. whoa, hey, And now. listen, I walked in and they were on full display. Yeah, exactly. So, no, you. she... Is and was stunning, but she doesn't look like very similar to what when now when I'm just she was modeling. Wise. Yes, well, then no, she looks the just, same, just different. But no, like, it's just the blonde hair and boobs now. It's the she married a rock star and like kind of LA'd out in a yeah. good way. But you know, when she was on the catwalk, she had slick back brown hair and no boobs. So wow, you know, it's a different look. But she's such a sweetheart. But no, she's been on the cover of Elle, so she wanted to meet you. She was very oh, excited. So it's all serendipity. Yeah, she loves your show, and she was telling me that you you like to take things that aren't. Because I'm not going to lie. I haven't watched it. And it has nothing to do with you. It's just I have two little boys. And yeah. I have. I watch Pokemon. That's kind of it. <laughs> that's all I watch. But that's sadly. not like heaven too. No, it's great. I, yeah. I know all the characters. I can. Uh, it's actually a nightmare, but it's a great nightmare. Um, but she said you'd like to take a designer that's good and kind of reinvent them. And it, it just kind of takes off. Is this? Well, yeah. That That's um, that's all on the line. That's also oh, on okay. Science Channel. So, yes. What I do is I work with a struggling designer who sort of hit a roadblock. And then right. I come in there and really help them change their designs and their business. And then sort of help them tap into who they are in a way. Right. Find themselves again in it. Like, kind of. I mean, not in a, not in a, not in a like, ooh, let's chant kind of a way, but like, <laughs> let's hustle and work hard know, kind of a way. And then, right. and then at the very end, we present the capsule collection to a major retailer and hopefully, hopefully they'll buy it or not buy yeah. it to be able to change their life. That's a huge – now, it's a different world in fashion right now because there are so many shows centered around – Fashion, like that are reality shows. Yeah. There's, you know, and we have Michael Kors being a judge on the show and all of these fashion shows where it's almost when I was working as a model and I would go to these castings, there was so much snobbery, to be honest. I, it's hard for me to watch these shows and imagine that people want to be on them and put themselves out there for scrutiny. I know. I think times have changed though, but I agree with you. I mean, there is still so much snobbery yeah, within fashion I mean, because it's the nature but, of what the business is. that's what is. we all want. It's that, that's what with the, the point is it's challenging. We can't have it. We want it. If you're but, not nice to me, I want you to and that's be my what, best friend. And that's what fashion has been built on in a yes. way. But I think what's interesting now is that sort of that curtain's been pulled aside. It's on television. It is. Like it or not, it's here. It's on social media. It's very accessible now. But yeah. in, it, it's kind of taken away a little bit of the, the, the snob snobbery, I guess. Is that a word? Did I make it up? I it's, it's made it much more democratic. Absolutely. And I think people can feel like they can tap into it. And not just in New York and L.A., but people can feel like they can tap into fashion anywhere they are in the world. Because you can sit on a couch, watch something live stream, have an opinion on Facebook, watch it on television. It's no longer... 
unaccessible. I think it's just really easy. But it's also helping people, I think, kind of find out what they really like in fashion that didn't, that couldn't afford it or couldn't go to New York and or the fashion runways in Paris and Milan. And, you know, they are finding out, wow, no, maybe I really do like that. Maybe I do. Now I understand what's right for my body type. Oh, I, I totally agree with you. So like this past summer, um, my boyfriend is a professor of fashion design at Parsons. Mm. That's amazing. Oh, no. And he was mentored by Tim Gunn and all this (gasps) stuff. So he's amazing. And he's always wanted to help the younger generation, like 8, 9, 10-year-old, 12-year-olds who wanted to be a designer, be able to have that level of training. We started a camp. We did a camp this summer in the Hamptons. Oh, that's so fabulous. Two-week camp for uh, kids from 8 to about 14, 15. And I have to tell you... It was so inspiring. We had two weeks, and it was uh, single-week programs, and everybody from the first week stayed the second week. They were so, you know, proficient in sewing and concept and, you know, and... Because it's become okay. It's become acceptable, and it's like... Not that it ever wasn't acceptable, but now you can be a little kid and say, I want to be a fashion designer when I grow up. Absolutely, but not just pretend. Yeah, exactly. You can go go to our Stitch Fashion Camp, and you can actually learn, and and we did everything. We had them, like, designing their own fabric. That's amazing. we had a shipped overnight and they made their own clothes. Like these kids were walking away with a look they designed for themselves and executed on fabric they designed themselves. I mean, oh my, and that they were ages what, nine to 15, you said? Uh, uh, around eight to 15. Yeah. No, I had oh eight goodness. year olds, and I will be honest and tell you right now, I do not know how to sew anything. I cannot thread a needle, much less <laughs> a sewing machine. I had the eight year old show me how to thread the sewing machine. I don't and know. I was like, wait, I thought you're here for the camera. Exactly. Us. I thought I was teaching you. <laughs> that is amazing. That's, I, I hadn't even heard of that. I have a, a very, a ton of fancy friends that live in the Hamptons. I hadn't heard about that. Well, we just started this year, so we just did it oh, really good. small. We did it very small, so we only wanted about eight kids, and we had about. Uh, seven the first week, and then we had fourteen because they all stayed for the, oh, the week after. So, so that was a bit overwhelming, but it was just a really great level of education. And Rob, my boyfriend, was like very meticulous about making. Well, it's it fun his passion, and and it's Finally, he can he can you know share with these kids what he felt probably growing up. Yes, and like you didn't have access didn't, to that. I, I at, mean, eight, even, at eight years old, would you even exactly. know that you could have that? Or no. you would have your mom and dad saying, "No, you need to be something else. You know, like, exactly. you're not going to make any money doing that. You need to be a doctor. You need to be a lawyer." Exactly. So he wants to do it in, in Los Angeles now because he feels like a lot of the kids would really benefit from that out you here. Yeah, I think there's a lot of hidden talent here, and I think that, you know some of my friends are designers here, and LA just is it's a different world here than New York or anywhere else. But there is a lot of talent here, and people are a little more open minded than they used to be and I think it would do really well here. Oh, and I also think the fashion scene here is really vibrant. I mean, it's I coming a, up. It's I think definitely... a lot more than what people give it credit for. I mean, the jeans, all that will always be here, like the American pair on the jean world, but I think there's just something else here that's sort of bubbling up and it's really coming into its own and I think once you really accept what LA fashion is right. and the What scene, is LA? Tell me because I'm confused. Scene? Yeah, I mean, I, I just, for me, I'm the easy peasy. I throw in a Diane von Furstenberg dress and I leave and that's kind of always been, I don't, I'm not good at putting two pieces of clothing together so I just grab a dress and I get in it. But what is what is happening now here because as a mom watching Pokemon all day long, I really don't know. Well, I mean, I think, number one, the fashion scenes really change. I mean, like I was saying, the guest jeans and the American perils will always have its home here, and it'll always be that thing. But L.A. isn't just about Ed Hardy t-shirts anymore. Oh, thank God. But you know what I mean? Like, that was it for so long. Those t-shirts are still around, let's be honest. There's people walking around with those tattooed t-shirts. No, I know. I can't. But Mm. but aside from those people, there's still, like, you know, like, Hedy Slamon lives here, and he's heading Saint Laurent. And we have, like, you know, Scott Sternberg, who I had dinner with last night, and he heads uh, Band of Outsiders. But you had Rodarte. Yeah really true 
global fashion talent here. So I feel like there's this one world here that's sort of the really sort of experimental, the really sort of luxury luxury element of what the fashion world is. And then you have the denim. And listen, whatever you want to say about denim, it is still a huge business. It's never going anywhere. And it's yes. a huge business. I it's only huge. wear jeans. And yes. so it's huge. And the fact that LA is the capital of that is kind of a big deal. I mean, I definitely helped make it acceptable. But at the same time, when I moved to New York, all my friends are like true New Yorkers. And I had like pink shirts and all the, they called me rainbow bright they're like you can't wear that <laughs> stuff here and i'm a little hoochie they're like you can't you just you can't and never so, let anyone tell you i you didn't I, so i was like welcome anywhere. to rainbow bright i will be rainbow bright every day all day long i actually have still when stella mccartney was designing for chloe we went into chloe my girlfriend emma and i and we bought the the t- the scorpio t-shirts uh-huh. when she was doing those yeah, yeah and these like high-waisted jeans with like chloe rockstar back i still wear it I no, you have to. It's like you have to. 15 years old. I'm rocking it out. It's true. I mean, the only thing is you may have to throw a puffer on because <laughs> it is polar vortex going on out there. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm in New York. No, off. I wear it here in LA. It's 86 today. Oh, no, no. I mean, LA. But th- this is the difference between LA and anywhere else. There's no seasons here. No, so every day you wake up, whether it's Christmas or June, you can still put on that t-shirt and jeans. Anything you want. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> I think that some people just move here so they don't have to put an outfit together. <laughs> because they just have to wear the same thing every day because yeah. it's the same season. Like, oh, it's James Purse again today. <laughs> It's like all day, every day. Oh, like they, people, he makes the best t-shirts. I was best. just telling someone the other day. I love my son is ten years old. One of them, and he's five three, and he loves the long the the pants oh. that are super soft because he's got growing pains and jeans just aren't comfortable for him. He like seriously is growing every day. So I went and I bought him in every color. Oh, I know. no, they're the best. And I have to say, the hidden secret there is really the bed sheets, like the bedding. I, you know, it's pricey. I'm not gonna. It, I mean, it's pricey. No, no, it is way. Too pricey for what it is, <laughs> for, but it is so it's soft. It's amazing. It's yes. so soft. It's like you're sleeping in your favorite t-shirt. Oh, it's amazing. I, do you know what I mean? That, like you know how you love your favorite t-shirt. Now be, imagine being swallowed up in it in bed. It is way too much for what it is, but it is so it's, comfortable. It's you know what? It's it's a little pricey, but it's worth it. And I don't I don't personally have them, but one day I will. <laughs> I know my ex boyfriend has them, and they're very comfortable. That's the only thing I miss about him, actually. The bedding? <laughs> yes. Get that back. I know, right? I know, like, <laughs> goodbye. So tell me about your, it's okay to talk love life because you've been talking about your boyfriend. Yeah. So how long have you been together? Um, almost three years. Oh, wow. We actually met on my show, the one that we were talking about, All on the, the Line. The Susan was talking yeah. about. Oh, amazing. We met on that show. He was on one of the episodes in season two. Okay. And I need more information than that. Well, we met. Okay, so he is a professor at Parsons, but he also consults for designers. Um, you know, when they need help on a freelance level, and that particular episode was about a designer who was struggling, the woman that he was helping to consult, and so he was on the show too. And but he didn't come for the first day of filming because he was actually teaching. So I never, we never met him. And then everyone that worked in her corporation, this woman's company, said, like, oh, you're going to love Rob. You're going to love Rob. You're going to love Rob. I'm like, okay, whatever. He's not here. Right. And then he came and was like, whatever. I mean, I don't even think we... No, no love at first sight. No. 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 I mean, I think everybody wanted that love at first sight, but I think we were all just so busy. Right. But it wasn't towards the end of filming. We are like, oh, hey, should we grab a drink? Should we grab a drink? And it was very sort of easy and casual, that kind of a thing. So. And now it's love for sure? Oh, yeah. We're like... Like married, boring married couples. Would sometimes. you get married? 
Oh yeah. Okay. Oh my God. Did you see them? Did you see all those guys getting married? On I the did. Grammys? No, I didn't. I didn't. I saw the. App. I didn't watch the Grammys, unfortunately. But, but I, you did see that on I YouTube. Saw it, yeah, yeah, I saw it, and it was amazing. It's but kind a of lot amazing. of my gay friends are like, "Why would I get married to be miserable like you were?" And I'm like, "Okay, sorry." Oh, that, but that that's just a state of mind. I mean, misery yeah, I can happen with or without getting married. I just love. I think I'm more embracing of the fact that we can get married. Right. Absolutely. You you want to be able to have that choice. Yeah. And having that choice now being like, oh, why not? I want to be part of it. I mean, it's not signing on for the institution. And I think it's unfair to the say that. The institution is such an old institution. I think it's just having – being able to be a part of something that everyone's able to be a part of. I, I agree. And, I think and you can it, have new rules for marriage. It doesn't and, have to be what it used to be. And experiencing that. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like we create our own rules, but it's not the fact that we're going to get married and then be miserable. No. That's, that's what I tell everyone. Just because I got a divorce doesn't mean I was miserable my entire marriage or I don't believe in marriage. It's not for me. And moving forward, if I met someone – that made me change my mind. I probably, you know, I want someone to. You don't make, regret it. Oh my god, zero regrets. Because None. you can't have regrets in life. No, and like, you, in that moment. I mean, I regret a couple things, but not. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be clear. I have some regrets in life, but no, I had an amazing thirteen years with one person. We have amazing two little boys that I would die for. So, did it end poorly? Yes. But you can't but look back and say, "No, I, wish I, didn't I would not." I wouldn't yeah. even knowing now what I knew if I knew then what. I, if I knew now what I knew that you would do it all over again. I would do it. I'd sign up for it. It's so worth it. It is such a great experience to share your life with someone just as long as you don't lose your individuality. Now, do you guys ever find that all you guys talk about is fashion and style? And Oh my God, actually on the contrary, Brandy, we never talk about fashion and style. We really just do it as our jobs and leave it at work. Like we don't come back. We don't analyze the collections. I mean, I think people want to have this fantasy of us. Right. Cause that's what I would think about sitting around the dinner table, like analyzing the latest looks on the contrary. I mean, like we have two little, dogs he's Aww. he's such a big supporter of like rescues and all that so Me too. you know so he rescued a dog for my mm-hmm. birthday last year and then we fostered this cutest little puppy this summer and you guys couldn't. Once you you can't foster yeah. a puppy. I'm trust me. My assistant brought me a new little. She's like, oh, I found him in homeless man. I'm like, oh, great. Now we have three dogs. I'm like, you <laughs> can't bring LA, a puppy to my house. I know, but in LA you can. You have can have. All it's those true. Dogs. You can, and and especially little dogs are a lot easier here. And yeah. I no, I I would imagine that everyone that came up to you would just want to talk fashion. So it's great that he's not that way. No, not at all. And we actually just talk about like silly things, TV shows, friends. I mean, if fashion comes up, we're not going to yeah, say of no. Of course, no fashion. But- Oh, I can't believe you're talking about that. We really do not sit here and talk about the latest hemlines. Like, we don't do that. that. (laughs) Really, like, odd question, but have you ever met Anna Wintour? Um, just in passing, like I think you know, when you're in the business as long as I've been doing it, I'm such a dinosaur. Yeah, you see, no, you're not. You have amazing skin if you're a dinosaur. Oh gosh, you're so sweet. No, um, I am a dinosaur, but yes. Um, uh, but. I mean, yeah, she's I mean, such a legend in, in my head. Just so but amazing, she, but I yeah. never gone on vacation together. No, but. right, right. It's not like you guys are hanging out because I wonder what it would be like to hang out with her. Just be like shoot the shit and, and be like, and hey, does she even say shit? Like kick your shoes off and watch TV. <laughs> right, exactly. Like see what she eats or I, I don't know. I always have like these these. I, I maybe I don't want to know. Maybe I just really love my imagination of what it would be. But I love asking that question. I just like to see. But I think that's a fantasy of like fashion. Fashion, like you, you, you wanted to be a part of you, and I think that's what I love doing this because people see this and they they want some entree into the world right. and like all of that, and I feel like that's why I'm so active on social media. I mean, I love it, but I also love communicating with people because no, it's like you get fe- instant feedback, instant feedback, and like real time conversation, right? And I've met people like as friends on 
social media that I was like, oh, wait, you love food too? You love this? And like, and all of a sudden we share like insider tips or whatever. And right. I'm like, oh, I'm going to try that restaurant or I'm going to go there. I didn't know. And I love that, that level of um, dialogue that you can't get yeah. anywhere else. If you can control it and make it a positive thing and you're not getting in Twitter wars with people, oh, then yeah. it's amazing. I agree. Wait, have you had a Twitter war? I've had about 14 million Twitter wars. Yes. I, I have a temper. But that always seems like fun. I don't even know if I could do it because I'm not that... I don't even know how to do you're it. Happy, like, you're happy. You're you, happy. You, I think you could do it. <laughs> I could probably do it, but I'm like, who am I having a Twitter war with? I don't know, but it was just like... But you're, I, you, you probably don't have haters who are just saying, oh, I love Elle, I love Elle this month. Or, you know, I get people like, I hope you stop breathing. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but like, can't you just do ignore those people? You, you know, have to. I try. Some of them I do, but sometimes I have to engage. I can't help myself. And I just, it's like, and then I end up just pushing block in the end anyway. But putting myself out there to be on this television show that everyone feels like they know me, like. And have an opinion of you. Exactly. As a human being. Yes. Really difficult when someone says something negative about me and I know better, especially if it involves my children. Mm -hmm. That's what will cause a Twitter war faster than anything else. I'm like, you say what you can, like, I have to go with what you see on TV is a little tiny part of me and it is true to what you see but there's so much more to me and so when someone's judging me from that little tiny time that they see me on TV it's unfair and I just I will engage I know and I always try to say that to people because I was on a show that was something like that it was called The City and it was you know 30 minutes but you edited it down to 20 if you see 20 minutes of me every single week there's no way that's a clear that's you know a, that's and 100% it, accurate representation of me and you know and your show is an hour so it's edited down to 40 but even if you're minutes. shooting 30 minutes you probably shot all week to get the 30 minutes well that's what I mean but then it's edited to just that right exactly so hour. you're taking most of just the highlights none of the things leading up to what and, happened and the highlights all it's doing is building a character of what people exactly. want to perceive you to be and people it is part of who you are but it's a part it's a part and, yeah. and and that's actually really an interesting thing so these specials i do on sundance um it's called revealing and it's really sort of um a behind the scenes sort of an in-depth look oh, yes. at at fashion but this next one that's coming out february 5th it came out but yes it came it out february 5th but you know it'll be on repeat Recurring. just check sundance channel but this one's actually about fame and celebrity and Ooh. how our culture is obsessed, obsessed. with it Obsessed with it. And it's more than just the selfie and it's more than just like, you know, the Kim Kardashian of the world. But like the fact that you were saying you're on your show, but immediately people feel like, oh, I know her. Yeah. And I feel like I can give her a piece of my mind. It's like, well, why? But don't you <laughs> find that there's such a thing? I've just noticed this. people. This is why these women that are on our show or on the show that I'm on want to be on. They have everything they could ever want. Money. Every, they don't have. It's so the one thing you can't buy is fame. So oh, I, yeah. So you chase like, it. Yeah. They're all, they've all chased it their whole lives. They never had it when they were actresses. Now it's their moment and they're not letting go to no. save their lives. And they chase it. And we live in a society now we that enjoy accepts watching. it. We, en- but we enjoy anybody, watching them like, chase it and, oh, and, and, and fail and come back up and be a train wreck. And it's, it's a really, it's like watching a train wreck, but we enjoy it. I personally work because I need to pay my rent. And I used to model. I never, you know, I was a good model. I wasn't a great model, never a supermodel. All my friends, I have a lot of supermodel friends, but I was the girl on the runway that was just doing runway, yeah. not a lot of print. And then I married an actor and I was fine with it. I just was like, I never, I never wanted it. And this fell into my lap on accident because I needed to pay my bills. But I'm watching and analyzing people around me and it's freaking crazy. I mean, what is your take? I mean, like you're in front of the camera now. People recognize you when you go out. Do you, do you want it? Do you like the attention? I don't mind it. I, I, I think I don't mind it. I think if it's inspiring to people, I mean, I think 
if it can help someone in some way. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to pretend to be holier than thou. I'm not. And I think, oh. you know, it is fun to do it. Um, certainly. But it's tough. But I think like what you're trying to say is that we do live in a culture that's very accepting of it. Like I think once upon a time, that fame only came if you were like an Academy Award winning actress. Right. You had a hit album. Like you were backed up by certain talents. Talent. Talent. Like, exactly. Yeah, but today you could, I mean, yes, chefs and, and, and. Well, there's still talent could, out there, but there's, there's also, talent, you know, but, people are getting fame, like, you know, Snooky and the housewives saying and fame for being for for acting poorly or the how the kids are that are having babies on TV. But Duck Dynasty, any of that kind of stuff. Like I mean, I think if you're a toll booth taker or a funeral home ca- t- caretaker, but you have a giant personality, you could be famous right, too. You can. Like this, we a lot. The American dream is that anyone can be famous in any possible way. It's, it's at now any true. Time. Now it wasn't true before, but it is now. You don't need a skill set like that girl. I, what's her name? Jan, Jen Selter, who got 1.2 million Instagram followers because she has a big butt. Oh, oh, she has no. But she's admitted she has no skill set. She's admitted she has no background. She's nothing. Only she only has a really big, ass. big barrier. <laughs> yes. Oh my god! I, I don't even know. I'm where have I been? I you gotta look her up because they were it. doing all these stories on her because she took all these pictures of herself in yoga clothes and like leggings and all the stuff, and she got all of these followers. Now she's signed a new you know exercise clothing line oh and a spokesperson for the gyms and this and that. It, it, for nothing. Right. For I mean, social was, media, for, for the way she looks, for the way yeah. she was wearing. But I mean, listen, we were doing it as models long, long ago. We just didn't have social media. Could you there imagine when social media existed? There would be, you, no, there'd be no modeling. There, it would, it would, it kind of ruins the idea of a lot of what I think about fashion. Like I, I love the days when you would have to wait to see your picture come out in a magazine to see what it would look like. Instead of it all being Instead, given like away. Like digital, like, okay, come look at this, look at the lighting, let's look at this. I I was like happy to go and do the job and be like, oh, glad I don't have And then when it came out, you forgot. Yeah. You did. And you're like, yeah. oh, yeah, that, that was good. I don't, there's something, I, I have an old fashioned mindset in that. I don't like to stop every five seconds and take a picture. Susan is a picture taker, She's but she's very photogenic. She's like, Everywhere we go, let's take a picture. I'm like, I don't want. Oh no, I know. It's like there's two types of people. There's two types of people: the person who just goes through life, and the other one who has to like document everything. Every single thing. But it's great when you have friends that do it, so that you don't do it. Yeah, no, I know. But I used to have someone who said to me, "Oh, you know, if it's on an Instagram, it didn't happen." Oh my god, I'm so (laughs) still in that. They literally, but and everything. And I wish sometimes things could just be like, "Oh, let me take a picture of this. I could document it." It's like let's do a photo shoot of it. No, exactly. Five hundred pictures of it. And then pick the best so one. So we prove to everyone we were here with those people and we were this cool instead of actually enjoying ourselves. Yeah, because then by, you've removed yourself from the experience. The entire experience. I wrote about this in my first book. I just feel like we are, we are in such an instant gratification kind of society that we have to document everything. And we're busy documenting things to the point where we're missing the fun. I know. I was working with an actress recently who won't do social media. And she said it's because, you know... Once upon a time, I used to go for dinner. Like we hang out with our friends and talk and laugh. And at the end, somebody would take their camera and say, "Hey, let's let's take a picture." And then we'd get together to take a group picture. So it added to my experience. She's right. like, I love the dinner with my friends, and the picture was a great, you know, memory, and it was like an added experience. Today. Every single second, it's like, take a picture of the food, take a picture, wait, don't move, take, take a picture of this. She goes, it's not adding to the experience, it's, it's taking, taking away. away from the experience because now we're not even in it. You're it's just, true. You're ordering this because it's a better picture. You're, you're doing this and you're not even listening it's to anything It's making us going antisocial. We're, even social when we're together. Me- exactly. Yeah. Social media is causing us to be 
socially awkward when we're together because we can't speak anymore. No one talks. We're all either texting or taking a picture or Instagramming or hold on. I have to tweet. Can you believe what this Twitter person said? Yes. We're not having a conversation at the dinner table. And I'm going to do the only, the only thing that I said my friends could, if they have kids, they could have their phones. Yeah. But they could just on ring only. But we have to learn to communicate again. We are going to, I'm going to have a dinner and have 12 people. We're going to all talk. There's not going to be any selfies, any Instagramming, no. any tweeting. And I really think we've just come to a point where we don't even know what's going on in each other's lives. These are my closest friends. Because they're too busy being removed from, from so, the From so being social to put yourself into social media. I agree. <laughs> and my friends had a rule where we went to dinner and we're all on our phones. And they're like, okay, everybody put their phone face down in the middle <gasps> of the table. And whoever reached for it first would have to pay the bill. I've been at a dinner like that too. <laughs> and I, that's, that's such a great, stressful. it's great. Because so everyone's great. seeing the little red thing flash. I know. And then you're having and anxiety. Like, 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 oh my God. And then, do I reach for it? Do I not reach for it? I've and- watched people like, <laughs> sur- I'm like, you guys, this is, I, I want to just take them and throw them at that point. I'm like, I'll just pay for it. Take your freaking phones. But it's so, but they're like, but you true. can see, you're everyone's talking. Everyone's eyes. You're talking, but the eyes you're are like, like there. Well, I'm gonna do it that is tonight. Good, though. Oh, it is no. It's it's nice to to study humankind and watch everyone's reactions and watch people watching their phone, even though it's face down. And it's very interesting. I've never been like a technology person, so I don't have that need to be on my phone all the time. Which thank God. But it also hinders me because I don't know how to do anything on the computer. And I, you know, I probably could have caught my husband cheating long, long ago. But I was like computer illiterate. Oh, so. maybe it's better than everything. I know. I think everything. Reason, ha- right? That's what I say. You I want really to be reading it on the computer. No, exactly. I needed to find out the way. I needed to find out to be here at Podcast One, sitting with the talented you, Joe, <laughs> today. Not Jay Z, Josie. Yeah, but you know what? Though now we're going to tell everyone who's listening to go to dinner with their friends, uh, put all the phones yes. in the middle, and who and see if it works. But and then, then tell them to Instagram. You have to tweet no, Brandy and, I and tell us if any who paid for the bill. Exactly. So we want to know this experiment actually works for others. Yeah, we don't want. <laughs> the picture of the phones in the middle because that means you're cheating we want the picture of the person paying the bill with their phone yes and, and add, you we have to add us together yes. otherwise it doesn't count tag both oh, of you know us what? yes that's right? gonna be really interesting i, I want to know i want you guys listening to tell brandy and i if it's yes. gonna work right yes we need we need to know so what's your twitter handle uh mr josie mr josie okay and i'm at brandy glanville lowercase and you have to tag us both. And this is going to be exciting. I'm going to have my assistant because Lord knows I can't keep track of my Twitter, but, um, I'm good. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to revisit this. I'm going to have you back in and we're going to check it all out. Oh, and then can we please run it down? So if you oh, guys, you know if you guys tweet us, then we can like talk about it and break Absolutely. it down. I do want to see pictures though. I, I want to see, I want to see, I want to see the bill. You know, and we don't need credit card numbers unless you want to send those to no, us. But no, but if there's <laughs> a mountain of phones in the middle of the table, I wouldn't mind that picture. Yeah. <laughs> at the very end. Yeah, at the, the very end. end. Yes. Once someone else has already yes, broken actually, it and they're Exactly. The bill, quickly like, take that a person picture. needs to take the picture. Yes. Yeah, that'll be cute. And then oh. we'll, we'll, we'll like, compile them, and you yes. can put them on the cover of L. <laughs> but we talk about it, right? Yeah. I love that idea. Yeah, you should. Oh, oh yeah, this to. is exciting. Well, this has been so fun. I was so, so nervous. Fun. I never get nervous. Ask Art. I was nervous. Oh gosh, you're not. You don't get nervous. Well, I get nervous with the fashion. Like it just brings back. You know, like the oh, even having Susan here, just like the rejection and the people judging you. Like, what am I wearing? I left the house looking a mess. But this is the wonderful, amazing Josie. And will you come back and anytime? Tell us about your February fifth. Check it out. It's it already aired. It's on Sundance. It's already aired, but Sundance Channel, which you can just check your local listings to find the network, um, the station, and. It's called Revealing, but it's also on iTunes. Right. Oh, good. Nice. So I can get it on my phone. Exactly. Oh, nice. All right. This is Brandy Glenville Unfiltered.
Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download a brand new episode next Tuesday at podcastone.com. Now that the show's over, remember to go to naturebox.com and order great tasting, healthy snacks at 50% off. Snack smarter in the new year with healthy and delicious treats like French toast granola. Support this podcast. Get 50% off your order. Who doesn't love a bargain? Go to naturebox.com slash brandy, naturebox.com slash brandy. Stay tuned for the latest AP News headlines from Podcast One right after this. AP Update. I'm Tim McGuire. Pope Francis is in the heart of Mexico's drug trafficking region to say mass for cheering Mexican priests, nuns, and seminarians. AP's Nicole Winfield reports from Mexico City. He's celebrating mass for Mexican clergy and nuns, and he's expected to give words of encouragement as they try to minister to a people who have really been tormented by this gang warfare and violence related to drug trade. Winfield adds that the Pope traveled to the city to show he is in sync with the local archbishop and cardinal, who has been active in bringing the church to the people. Francis's visit to Morelia is also a sign of a vote of confidence for the archbishop, Alberto Suarez Inda. Francis made him a cardinal last year, which is a strong signal of the respect that he has for him. In his homily, Francis urged the clergy to be inspired, to get out of their comfortable lives, and to fight injustice. AP Update, I'm Tim McGuire.